0: All of you little demons. Jules here for WhatCulture.com, and after eight years, it is finally here: Cyberpunk 2077. And the question on every single person's salivating lips is: Is this game any good? Well, I've been playing this game religiously since I was handed the review copy, and I have but one word to say: Yes. God, yes. This game is amazing. I'm about to go off on a massive rant of about 10 minutes or so of me just praising this game. I love it. I've lost myself to it completely. And here is why. There is no doubt about it, Cyberpunk 2077 is one of the most immersive, impressive and downright dense games that I've ever had the pleasure of playing. And while it is not perfect, those dings on the surface did little to dampen my day. Now, before I start really getting into the meat and bones of this, I need to stress a few things. I played this game from a corpo perspective. I mean, just look at me, how could I not? And that meant that my uh, sort of gameplay is tailored towards a very specific path. Uh, They do converge in the main narratives but when you start depending on what choices you make at the very beginning of the game they can wildly diverge so there might be things that i cover here that other people might not have played or be covering so that's good but i will definitely stay away from the main narrative spoilers for you and only talk about the gameplay that being said as many people have already said before there is a six hour five to six hour prologue for this game That is a very lengthy one so i will be detailing mechanics that you learned through this prologue because that's pretty much similar across the board but i will stay away from any major spoilers okay and also as a final thing in order to get around some weird embargoes that are going on at the moment we are only allowed to show footage of pre-existing trailers and stuff that i've been provided by the developers okay let's crack on So where to begin? It is a question that I've asked myself over and over because I have lost myself to Night City both figuratively and literally. This place is huge and the sheer amount of content present in nearly every district is overspilling with distractions, to the point that the prologue section that I just mentioned might actually take you a whole lot longer as you scurry between side quests looking for new loot and clothing to deck out your character. And in fact, that's probably where we should start, with the character creation, because my god, It is brilliant. It allows you to alter nearly every facet of your chosen, neon-soaked ne'er-do-well, from cheek structure to facial scars, all the way down to which cosmetic optical upgrades that you'd like to apply. It's easy to forget that this game is told from a first-person perspective, but one need only find a reflective surface or even just look down to see what gaudy garments that you've decked yourself out in. Now while I would have liked the option to play the game in a third-person perspective, I really didn't give it a second thought once I was really into the game. It's just that immersive. Visuals are stunning as well, with the entire world feeling decidedly lived in and run down in areas and actually quite grotty, but also retaining so much gaudy flash that Barry Allen wanted to have a word. The lightning and reflective surfaces are especially enthralling as you can see sunrise flitter across ocean waves and lasers refract off all glasses and clothing when you're cutting a rug in one of the many, many clubs. In short, it is an utterly breathtaking visual spectacle to behold, as is the gameplay, which actually divides itself into four very distinct areas. You've got shooting, you've got stealth and hacking, you've got melee, and of course, you've got that weighty, weighty dialogue choices. Mmm! The way that Cyberpunk balances all of these is impeccable, with a decent tutorial for each which lets you get to grips with things. Shooting feels weighty, and by that I mean that the guns have a kickback that would rival a foul-tempered mule, and each slug or laser that you fire hits with such impact that you can send enemies toppling over themselves. Now That being said, the shooting isn't perfect, I mean there are enemies that can just tank so much damage that you could unload an entire like SMG clip into them and they'll still be running through ready to smack you one, but luckily the devs have provided a quick assault button that you've got with your uh, guns equipment. You just bash and bounce and turn the tables. That's okay. And once you start leveling up your sort of your body stats and things like that, you'll be able to adjust how the guns feel and you get less kickback and better guns have more accuracy. And it definitely feels like you miss less and less as you go on. But at the start of the game, you're really quite struggling when you're overwhelmed with enemies. You're like, oh, oh God, okay, reload. Okay, I've been here. Ouch. However, it might well be you who's doing the rushing, as there's a substantial focus on melee fighting in this game, from full-on katanas to Bioshock-esque wrenches. Using these you can stab and bludgeon your foes to death before they've even unhooked their pistols now things start off pretty basic with strong attacks and dodges but you're quickly shown how to counter incoming attacks which will make you feel like a true martial arts master and then you can unlock further skills that allow you to leap from the shadows with insta kills or from rooftops allowing you to skewer foes with extreme force as you land now, it can be hard at first to balance a ton of enemies, especially when they prefer to use guns and you're just running up to them with like a, a rusty spoon. But once you've invested a load of points into your body skill, for example, who knows what crazy skills you might unlock? Well, you, better, you definitely better watch What Culture because we're doing a load of videos on such a thing. But that's, that's beside the point right now. But combat might not be for you though, hence why the game also provides a huge focus on stealth and hacking. With a simple press of a button you can slow time to a near crawl as you examine your surroundings. Here you can mark gang members or potential threats which stay visible on your minimap, or hack nearby cameras and turrets to plan out your route. But best of all this hacking mode allows you to distract enemies by using say like vending machines that cough out tons and tons of soda cans, or better still you can hijack the very cyberware that you enemies have. You can short-circuit their insides, or even worse, in a quite brutal fashion, you can disable their eyes. You can make people blind with hacking. That should be the tagline of this game. In these moments, you feel like you're playing a spiritual successor to Deus Ex, but with an even better range of gadgets, all of which can be swapped out on the fly and a huge, beautiful world to explore. Now, I easily had the most fun with these hacking and stealth games because it allowed me to set up these perfect runs where I'd get through, take out all the guards to destroy all of the electronic defences that they had and finally reach the layer's boss and then just go like, how's it going, mate? And they'd be like, help, help, help! And no one would be there. <laughs> Delicious. What I'm trying to get at is that every single playstyle is catered for, and the game rewards patient planning as much as it does balls to the wall brawling. There's enough granular customization at play that no two characters will feel the same, and that is truly impressive. In fact, it's just genuinely hard not to be impressed with what Cyberpunk has to offer, especially its dialogue and choice systems, both of which feel weighty and meaningful. I know that gets bandied around a lot, but here it genuinely had a huge impact on the way that I play games. Now, the way that it deals out like side missions, they are like prescribed events. You go there, you take out a boss, or you find a known bit of data, you do that. Like that is a fixed thing. How you do that, is up to you. But when it comes to the main missions, you're given tons of choices to affect how it plays out. For example, say that a deal isn't going your way, why not pull a gun out mid-conversation to make your intentions known? Or, if you feel like you're about to be betrayed by somebody, why not take that, go and hack their system so that when they do do their whole turncoat reveal, it goes off like a damp squib. I left so many mainline missions asking myself, wait, was that meant to happen? How did I even get to this point? And loved every single minute of it, to the point that I went back and replayed older saves just to see if I could change things, and yes, I could, and it was great. That being said, though, you better be brushed up on your sci-fi terminology or have read the Neuromancer series of books, because otherwise, this is something else. They do not in any form whatsoever usher you in gently it is bam terminology after terminology and you're like what, what's a bioplob? what's a what's a flimmel? Ah, my flims yet every line of dialogue is delivered so convincingly by the voice cast that it is utterly astounding how natural they make it all sound luckily there is a ton of glossaries and little pickups that you can get explaining what the main terminology is so if you're there for a bit of reading you will understand in short order Now, I could literally just tell you about my day-to-day within this game and use that as a reason to get this title. And in fact, you know what, I will, because there is no better way of expressing how good this game is than showing you the moment-to-moment action. For a start, the range of activities available to you is almost offensively high. Not an hour into my journey, the map was looking like a seething, angry mass of side quests, ongoing crimes, venues to relax in, shops to explore, and even clues for hidden treasures that were stashed around the area. And the variants of these side missions in question again opened up a new Pandora's box of opportunities. From helping a man whose robo penis was malfunctioning to going and finding out who murdered someone's son via trying to access a hollow tape, all the way to like busting up crimes that were going on with the police department, and then there was like a fighting tournament as well. I'm a bare knuckle boxing champion in this game. My head's spinning from the amount of things you can do. Even the Go Here Kill That missions offered something different, and that was in the shifting environment of Night City itself. The twisting high-rises and tight corridors of this city make for excellent escape routes, reconnaissance areas, or just a place to dump a body, and it was a joy to explore. And the sheer amount of NPCs that are on camera at any one time should have been tanking my system, And that's why I'm so surprised that this game is genuinely optimized so well. My system was purring along, yet I was looking at it just like, this should melt this thing. But, don't get me wrong, there are some bugs. Of course there are, it's a massive game of this scope and scale. Of course there are going to be a few things that slip through the net. And I have to say that while I did encounter a fair few, none of which were gameplay breaking. Now, it would be inexcusable for me to say, hey, look, I should give this game a free pass because of the fact that, you know, these bugs don't matter and affect the gameplay in that sense. But things like having the guns sort of float above dead bodies, having things like characters talking over themselves with dual lines of dialogue that were competing with each other, or them just sort of rotating around on the spot or driving through a lamppost that I knocked it over, those things sound bad, but at no point did they actually affect the moment-to-moment gameplay that I was having. It was just aesthetical problems. And while I'm not giving it a pass, and I definitely think that after eight years in the tube and all this extra time with development these things should have been polished out i am saying that in since i've had the review code i've seen multiple updates come in that have fixed huge swathes of problems straight away so it is without a shadow of doubt in my mind that cg project red are going to fix these things in very very quick time what i would fix however are the driving controls by gummy gum bear, these things are pretty clunky now it's fine it's functional it will get you from a to b and there are a ton of vehicles for you to choose from and all of which are super super stylish and well designed but the problem is that they never really feel like they're going as fast as you think that they are and some of the turning circles here make the titanic look pretty nippy but that being said i still enjoyed going around night city just in the car not because of how it was driving but mainly because of that thumping soundtrack and the atmosphere that was just dripping through the vents. I turned it on, the AC was just like, vibes, vibes everywhere. My lord, this soundtrack is an absolute stomper of a mix. Every single track is an infectious earworm that provides heavy-hitting bass lines and aggressive techno stylings that suit this game down to the ground. I would be sitting there in my car, banging my head along a few feet away from the actual objective that I needed to get to just because I didn't want to get out until the track had finished. That is how good this soundtrack is. Now this is the thing, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface of what this game has to offer. I've detailed, if anything, just the core experience. There is so much to love about this game, and while I can't talk about the narrative in this review, don't worry, we'll be coming back with tons of videos about that later on, I can say that it is meaty, it is meaningful, it is dense beyond belief, and it is thoroughly engaging. There is so much to explore about this map that I do not think that you could even use the term game of the year because it's going to take you at least two to see everything this has. I'm blown away. I really am. All this extra time that was taken to make this has turned this from a letter of love into an absolute Bible. It's honestly breathtaking. I'm glad it exists. It has provided me with so much joy, even over this short period, that I have honestly never felt anything quite like it. It is therefore with great pleasure that I give this a five out of five. And that is including the bugs and driving that I've mentioned before that I wasn't too keen on. It's because this experience for me personally is perfect. I've lost myself to this game. I can't wait to go back on. It's on pause right now while I do this. That hasn't happened for a long time. And I don't give perfect game review scores just out of principle, but this one,